Hey, fellow marketers, welcome to a new episode of the Marketing Careers Podcast presented by themarketinghelp.co. Now, the Marketing Help is your number one resource to proactively manage your marketing career. We have tons of guides and templates and resources. Head on over to themarketinghelp.co. One of my favorites is our template we share that helps you write the impact statements on your resume that are going to help you stand out uh, when looking for that next marketing job. So head on over to themarketinghelp.co, check them out. Now we're back with a couple of new episodes and uh, we're doing a couple of quick series. I want to focus in on a couple of key topics. So we got a quick two-part series we're going to be uh, releasing here where my guest for these episodes will be Jed Singer. Jed is the other half of the marketing help and he's taken some time out of his schedule to join us to talk about some great concepts around what is involved in a successful marketing career strategy but more importantly, how can you develop it? Now, we're going to discuss some great frameworks that you can implement today so that you're always in a successful, rewarding, and fulfilling marketing role. Now, our marketing career strategy episodes are supported by our friends at Moo.com, M-O-O.com. And as you're navigating your career, you're going to you're going to find a need to have a nice printing and design resource and go-to option. So business cards, notebooks, card holders, uh, Moo is the online print design company that is passionate about great design and the difference it can make to its customers in the world. So use code the marketing help, all one word, all caps. Uh, use it at checkout to receive 20% off any purchase over at Moo.com. So go check that out. So let's head into part one of marketing career strategy with Jed Singer. Let's take a listen. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Careers Podcast presented by themarketinghelp.co and joined here by uh, Jed Singer, co-founder of themarketinghelp.co. And we are looking to unbundle and unpack all things marketing career strategy. And I guess to set some context for this, it's really tied to, um, you know, based on a lot of things we're hearing in terms of people reaching out to us, it's you know, marketers that are stuck in their position, they, they contact and they feel like they're getting looked over for promotions. They're frustrated because they feel like um, they're missing something when it comes to why am I not advancing my career? And uh, it's interesting. So, you know, thoughts, Jed, like let's, let's set some context. I think the purpose of this episode is marketing career strategy, how you, how you should potentially be thinking about kind of re-architecting your marketing career. Yes, Eric, this is uh, probably the most important concept for somebody in marketing uh, or a student that's about to embark on a career in marketing is the idea of planning your career like you would a marketing campaign, right? And you wouldn't run a campaign uh, or turn on some ads without a strategy. Uh, And so, your career should be approached in the same way. Um, It's really about trying to understand not just where do you see yourself next month or in six months or in 12 months even, but where do you want to be in your career? What matters to you? What's important? Where have you been, right? Of all of your experiences and all the people that are important in your network. Um, and, And, you know, what are the logical steps to get to where you need to be or where you want to be? Uh, all of those things together is a career strategy. And it's super important for marketers. It's important for you know any professional uh, to take their career 
seriously and thoughtfully and, and have a strategy, but um, none more so than, than marketers where you've got so many different stakeholders across uh, the business, right? You're, you're working with sales, you're working with customer support, you're working with finance on contracts, you're working with procurement on operations and, and vendors. Um, you know, you've got your, your um, direct manager, your board of directors, you've got all these different stakeholders that are giving you different priorities. And it's very easy to get lost, uh, you know, your own career, get lost in the flow of all that. And not to say that you shouldn't be a, a company guy or a company uh, gal, right? You, you absolutely should put the company's objectives and goals um, at the forefront of, of what you're working on day to day. But having a bigger, broader picture about your career and what's important to you is is really mission critical. And it's it's one of the things, as you alluded to, folks just don't put enough thought into, or in some cases, any thought, and they come to you and I and and others with questions about why they're not seeing traction, right? Why, why am I getting frustrated? Why am I getting passed over for a promotion? You know, why does Steve in the other department get, you know, got a raise and I didn't get a raise last uh, fiscal? Um, or why is it so hard for me to find that next job, that next role at, at a company that I uh, want to work for and then I want to get up on Monday morning and uh, get to my desk? Um, anytime you're feeling stuck, a big indicator to get back to your career strategy and think about what's important to you and, and how to map out your next steps over the next six to 12 months. Yeah, all good points. And I like how you started out by saying a marketing career strategy should be very similar to that of a campaign because it all starts with the goal. So is your goal to get a job? Is your goal to get the promotion? Is your goal to work for Facebook? Uh, if you don't ha- start with establishing what that goal is, then you're kind of just swimming. Uh, you're kind of treading water, so to speak. Um, and it, it's interesting in the conversations we've had with so many students at the student level where when it comes to figuring out what do you want to do, uh, how many different priorities they seem to have. And it isn't that they don't know what they want to do. They just haven't really thought through how to prioritize um, that thinking. Um, as much as the VP who uh, is really wondering what's left for me to do with this company if they've been there for two years or 20 years, but really haven't thought through what, what are my options? What are my options in That's my marketing right. career um, that they feel they may have maximized? And, and the, the, the good news is, is that there's tons of options for everybody at any level. Uh, and I think where we think, well, what we see and we where we know we provide value is helping people to kind of unbundle this big hairy mess that feels like I don't even know where to start or I don't even know what my options are. Um, you know, just getting kind of what feels like, you know, facing a wall with a dead end and not knowing kind of how to navigate around or above it. That's right. That's exactly right. At, at, at every level, right. Having a career strategy as a marketer is critical. Um, and, and, Sometimes when we have these career strategy conversations with some of the folks in our mentor program, um, sort of a light bulb goes off that it's okay to prioritize your career, right? Not only should you be trying to knock every project that you get at work out of the park and make your manager um, look like a rock star or make the folks on your team the superheroes, uh, you you want to be doing all of that for sure, but it's also okay to 
think about where you see yourself and move pieces around the board to make sure that you're bringing to fruition whatever it is you want in your career. It's not just about the company. Um, it's not just about the team. You know, it's, it's a balance of those three things, company, team, and, and you and your career. And right. I mean, a, so, so what, what is a career strategy? What goes into a career strategy? And when you and I talk to our, our folks in the mentor program, um, we really talk about three things, right, Eric, we're talking about the career factors, yep. the career profile, and the career path. And I know you've talked about the career factors before. Right. I mean, those three things are instrumental because we talk about the what, and then we talk about the how. And the how you know, aligns with the factors, the profile, and the path, which uh, we'll go deeper into in another episode because there's just so much to unpack there because uh, when, you, when you start to identify those things, it becomes very clear where you have gaps, where you should probably uh, look for some guidance, uh, but also understanding, take inventory of what you do have that is valuable that can help you solve for what do I do next or how do I get unstuck or what are my options. Um, so, I mean, factors, the profile, the path, uh, all instrumental. Again, we'll, we'll unpack those in another episode. But kind of taking a step back to the marketing career strategy, you think about some other some other indicators, right? So I'm a... Uh, I'm a, uh, let's see, I'm a, I'm, I'm just out of college. I just got my first marketing job. I'm really into it. I'm excited. Um, what are we telling people? What should people that are just starting their marketing career, what should they be thinking about as it relates to the actions they're taking in their career? Now, let's say they don't even have a plan, but, but what are some of the, the indicators, the milestones that they should be thinking about uh, to help impact what we like to, con- uh, like to reference as their career currency? Yeah, really, really good question. Obviously, the first thing you should be doing is going to themarketinghelp.co and downloading our career strategy guidebook. Um, That's step one, so that you can uh, get a better understanding of what those three elements are of the career strategy, the factors, the profile, and the path. Um, And there's a a little bit of work to do with each of those, as you mentioned, uh, to get to the point where you've got what what you feel, what, what would be considered a holistic, complete career strategy. Um, and, that, and that can be done at any time. For, the, for someone who's just coming out of school, uh, really important to focus on the career factors uh, because you're going to be lighter on a career profile. Maybe you've done a couple of internships. You've done a couple of projects in class that might be marketing related. Um, you've put a, an ad together for... Uh, a car company, or you've done a, a digital marketing presentation for a startup idea that you had or something like that, um, you've got a little bit of experience, um, which is really what the profile is about. Uh, and your network is mostly your school and the groups that you're a part of at school. Uh, and those two pieces come together to create your career profile. Your career path is sort of like a blank canvas. Um, the career path is all about where have you been? What types of companies have you been at in the past? And what type of company do you feel is next in your path? Um, and you can plan two and three steps ahead. For a student that's coming out of school, again, you've got a blank canvas there. And you know there's, there's not too much strategizing you need to do about the next step. The first job is the first job. You want to make sure that it aligns with your, your goals. Um, but you can't 
be too choosy, right? Because you're, you're not having as much experience as someone else who is not coming right out of school. So that means that the career factors are really where to spend most of your time. If you're coming right out of school, looking for a marketing role, uh, and the career factors, right? I mean, um, you know, where do you want to be location? Uh, what, uh, how important is compensation? right? Your salary and any kind of bonuses or commissions, you know, is there a minimum that you need to be at, uh, to cover your expenses? Um, you know, what, how important is a challenge, a challenging role to you? Are you looking to really grow fast? Uh, or are you looking to stay a little bit, you know, comfortable for that first role, uh, and not go too far out of your comfort zone? Um, you know, and, and when we talk about balance, work-life balance, uh, another one of the career factors you should be planning on, and everyone's got different things going on, of course, uh, in their lives. But for most students who are coming out, who are gung ho, looking to get that first role, you should plan on investing um, on on balance being low on your list. Let's let's put it that way, right? Um, you should be planning on investing more hours per week than you would later in your career at the very beginning so that you can gain that knowledge, gain that experience, gain that career currency that's going to then translate into whatever your next steps are and give you those career opportunities that we call moments, your career moments. Um, so the factors is, is a good place to start for a student coming out of school, looking for that marketing role. Uh, and it, it really helps to, to ground you in what matters and narrow your search. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so it sounds like the, 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 the concept of, of career currency is being built up on how well you're following your factors, uh, building out your profile and staying true to your path. I mean, currency in the context, you know, no different than any other time you would use uh, currency as an, an analogy. Uh, but think about it. Think about those listening. Think about your career and think about that first contact you made, your first client you had at your agency. Think about that uh, that VP or that director that uh, mentored you in your first job. Uh, all those all those conversations and all those experiences uh, are the things that help to develop your marketing career currency. So that's a concept I think I want everyone to take away from this episode: is uh, what are you doing? Again, career strategy. Right. You, some of you may have it, think you have it, are ready to get it started, but the underlying kind of support mechanism of that is. How well are you focusing on uh, developing some career currency? Uh, career currency that could be knowledge, career currency that could be people, career currency that could be experiences, which lies into this, this next idea that uh, everyone should take away and, 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 and focus on, which is the, the marketing career moments. So, I mean, we were talking about this the other day, just about some of the, the ideas that come with marketing career moments and why they're so important because when we think of marketing career moments, it's those episodes, those situations, those experiences that really give us a chance to make a difference in our career, whether it's to stay, uh, go, or um, uh, grow in a whole new in a whole new way. But uh, let's 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 put some more detail in it. Like what, what, let's just talk about a couple of those uh, career moments in a marketing uh, context that our listeners should be thinking about. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, these are, these are two of my favorite concepts, right? I love talking about career currency and career moments uh, with some of our mentees. I mean, 
the two have sort of a symbiotic relationship, right? They're not um, direct one-to-one where if you build up enough career currency, then you can cash them in for career moments. It doesn't work that way, but they are interrelated, right? They, they feed off one another. And so when we talk about career currency, exactly, uh, exactly what you said, Eric, we're, we're talking about moments where opportunities where you can add some value to your network, to your skill set. Uh, and that's, you know, as part of your career strategy, that's, that's squarely in the career profile step. So the career profile is made up of um, your experiences, your, your hard skills, and your network. Those two sides of the, uh, of the Venn diagram. Uh, and so when we talk about currency, you can be adding, you know, just like to a bank account, you can be adding, you know, career currency into your own account by taking a course or by getting a certification or by uh, taking on, you know, a new project where you're going to grow and learn something. Uh, if you are taking on a project for another member of your team, Right. And, and it might have been their project, but they're swamped. They're at, you know, maximum bandwidth and you're able to take on the project on their behalf, assuming it's something that fits in with your career factors, right? And you're where you're trying to go as well. Uh, you've just gained some career currency with that peer, with that colleague who you helped out because they were at maximum bandwidth. Um, same goes with your, with your manager, right? Of course, there are so many opportunities for you to, uh, gain some currency with your with your manager when you make their life easier, right? And and Eric, we've talked about this. It's it's deposits, right? It's it's deposits and uh, withdrawals, debits, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, deposits and withdrawals, right? I mean, it's it's a matter of being proactive, making your manager's life easier, making sure that your manager feels like you've got things under control. Every time they feel like that, or they go to check in and they see that you're on top of the project or whatever the question was, you're, you're making another deposit, right? You're getting a little bit more career currency. Um, and in, in some of those cases, it does add up over time and turn into or give you an opportunity to take advantage of a career moment. And when we talk about career moments, this is really, you are stepping up to the plate, right? Without even, uh, you know, a lot of heads up or realizing it, you've just uh, appeared at the batter's plate uh, or with the ball in your hands as the, as the clock is click, uh, you know, uh, ticking down uh, in the basketball game or pick your other, whatever your other analogy is, right? The analogies are, right. um, but you've got, you've got a really public, moment, right? You've got high visibility, you're giving a presentation to the board, uh, or you've been just handed a, a big project and uh, you've got to nail this project before the end of the year. So these are opportunities for you to really you know, grab the bull by the horns and knock your career moment out of the park. And there's, there's two parts to this, uh, three, you know, three parts to this, the recognizing of the career moment before it happens, right? You don't, you don't want to realize after it's happened that that was a career moment. Uh, you know, the, the career moment might be, like I said, nailing a project, uh, nailing a job interview, um, you know, nailing a, a pitch, right, for a new um, marketing tool or a business case or something like that. They come in many forms. Um, but recognizing that you're approaching a career moment and preparing for it, then the second part is in the moment, Right knocking it out of the park, doing everything right, 
uh, and and really taking that moment and making it your own. Um, and then the third part is making sure that that moment is shareable, right? And that's why visibility is an important uh, component of a career moment. How visible is this moment within the company? How how visible is this moment for you and having your name attached to it? Uh, and how shareable that moment is, the third piece of, of a career moment is how shareable it is, that really multiplies the impact of your moment, right? If you take a career moment and you do it in a, in a vacuum, right? Tree falls in the forest and, and no one's there to hear it. Right. Um, yes, you've had that career moment. Maybe you learned something for it, but your, your impact from it for your own career is going to be minimized versus if you're able to create a shareable career moment. Wow. Did you see Eric's presentation, uh, last week on, um, you know, that, that new project or that new trend in, in marketing that we should be jumping on? Uh, or wow, did you see, uh, the way that, um, Eric's team, you know, they, they were just absolutely humming and Q4 and we had the best Q4 ever. I mean, we got to talk to Eric and see how he, how he made that happen. Um, there are ways to make your career moments uh, shareable across the organization. And, and that's really the third step. That's the key that makes it so impactful for, for one's career. All great points. And a, and a couple of things, uh, as you're saying, this is almost like the, the moments themselves, the career moments uh, can impact, like you said, that they're related to your career currency. So the more, not that there's a, a certain number you need to achieve in a given year. Some some marketers may see one or two career moments a year, but they absolutely can support uh, improving your career currency. Uh, but for just for moments for a sec- second, when you're talking about them, you know you're right. It's think about it now. Think about look in your LinkedIn feed and look how many people that you know in your LinkedIn feed are talking about. Today's my last day at so-and-so. I'm so happy to announce that starting on Monday, I'm going to start working for so-and-so. That person's having a career moment. Uh, And at least in my feed, they're all marketing uh, professionals that are leaving a job for another marketing position. They are in a position to embrace and they are sharing their career moment. Um, How many people have seen that? And I'm, I'm, I'm focusing on LinkedIn because that's usually where... Or maybe it's Facebook or whatever, wherever there's the shareable quotient. But these are people that are sharing post career moment. Um, just nailed my presentation, started my first day, um, you know, lo- successful project or launched a new company. I mean, even myself, I had my career moment when I left a, a C-level position to pursue my passion and wrote a blog post about it, shared it in LinkedIn about uh, what was my inspiration to do it. So for me, it was embracing my career moment of it's time to open a whole new chapter and, and get behind it and start following it. So, um, you know, it, the other thing I was thinking about when you're talking about currency uh, and moments was go back to the beginning of this, this episode. All the things, if you're that person that's sitting there saying, why is someone else getting promoted? Uh, why, did I, why did I not get that job? Chances are the person who did is actually embracing their currency and mm-hmm. they just had a, career, a marketing career moment uh, and, and, and probably stole your marketing career moment. So, um, that's exactly right. Yeah. So, so these are some of the outcomes that you may be seeing, or you may be the person who's having them, but I think, you know, the way that we're setting them up here is just to be aware of them because in other episodes, we'll be talking about, uh, really the, the details, as we mentioned earlier, the, the factors, the profile and the path. 
and unbundling those to get a sense for what they include, go deeper in those, because that will allow you to be the one to have that moment um, to start improving or increasing your career currency. It's so well said. Thank you for putting a fine point on, on what I was rambling on. I mean, Eric, that's exactly right. The, the career moments don't just get happen uh, in, in complete randomness, right? Uh, typically, they are being guided by one or several parties, right? And many times that's your manager uh, or a peer. And it's on you to the marketing professional uh, regardless of level, to ensure that you're always making deposits, you're always building your your career currency, um, because those who who have continually been building their career currency will more likely get those at bats for, to to hit the grand slam with the career moment, right? Whether it's the presentation or, hey, I, I've I've seen Eric do X, Y, and Z before, right? I, I you know he's I trust him to do these things. Now this new thing has come up. This new big cutting edge project or innovation initiative has come up. I know he can handle it, right? And and that could be the beginning, right? Eric Eric's light bulb goes off and he sees, oh, that's that maybe that that's a career moment on the horizon, right? I'm getting this opportunity that I can uh, really tackle and and knock out of the park. And then you know the way that you're talking about sharing, right? Step three of your career moment is sharing and getting that distribution. That can happen externally, right? Through a, a social network like LinkedIn or something like that. And of course, with with humility, right? I mean, there there are ways to share news about one's career or or you know one's career moments without putting such a fine point on it. But there are ways to do that with with humility and and um, not making it all about you, right? Because that you know sometimes uh, folks do that in in your LinkedIn feed, and sometimes they can be cringeworthy. There's there's tactically there's ways to do it. Um, As you're saying all those things, I was thinking about the concept we were talking about before about surfing. Yeah, this and, is a good one. And and surfing, let's talk about surfing, but surfing to me, sure, it's an acronym and you'll get into it. Uh, a brilliant concept that you came up with. But as it relates to the marketing career, um, it's it seems like it's something that everyone can kind of take a step back, identify their surf score. And that might be the starting point to say, do I have enough currency? Should I be looking for some more marketing moments? So how about you unpack surf score a little bit? Tell us, tell everyone what, you know, kind of how we look at the surf score and what it means. Oh man. So surf, right. Uh, someone having a, uh, or, or feeling successful, uh, rewarded and fulfilled, right. S U R F is means that they're surfing. Right in their career, all things are clicking, all things are humming, uh, and and you're kind to say this. That this was my idea. Of course, this was uh, our idea. For the listeners that don't know, you, you know, uh, Eric has been a mentor of mine for over over a decade. We we go way back, um, and too kind, you know, too kind, too kind. Over over the the last few years that we've been working together on the marketing help. I mean, we uh, you and I come up with uh, mind meld ideas all the time. Um, we're, you know, finishing each other's sentences about some of these things. So the surf is, is one of those examples where we were both just sort of talking about it. The light bulb goes off and that really what it is, is what it's about. Um, what is having a great career, being happy in your career? What does that mean? And well, I, I'm feeling successful, right? I, I'm good at my job. I'm 
knocking these projects out. I'm feeling good. I'm getting positive feedback from my team. I'm feeling successful at the hard skills of my job. Um, rewarding, right? Am I feeling like my comp is at a level where it should be? Am I feeling uh, over, over-indexed on comp, under-indexed on comp based on my peer group? Uh, am I feeling like I'm uh, you know, getting enough time off? Am I feeling like I'm being worked to the bone and it's just not, you know, uh, it's not doing it for me anymore. So rewarding, how rewarding your job is, is another crucial factor in, in your surf score. And then fulfilling, right? Is, is what I'm working on something that I'm passionate about, that something that matters to me. And that doesn't necessarily mean, uh, you know, I need to be doing marketing for world peace, uh, or for, uh, you know, PETA or something like that. Um, you know, uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that it just means that you're doing something that aligns with sort of your, your personal philosophy. You're not doing anything that's, um, out of, um, out of whack with who you are as a person, uh, and the, and the job and the team and the people are giving you fulfillment, being around them, being around the team, working on those kinds of, uh, missions that your company is is working on the bigger missions, not you know, did we increase the click through rate uh, in Q4, but the bigger missions of the company is that fulfilling to you? So if you're if you're clocking in at a ten for all three of those, right? You've got a thirty. That's a perfect surf score uh, in our in our surf methodology, and we do this with teams. We do this, um, you know, with with executive sponsors at at companies with marketing departments. Uh, and we go through and we do surf scores for the team. And then we compare that to our surf index across uh, different teams, different marketing teams, different industries. And we try to see how, you know, it's, it's a, a level of engagement for your team. Is your whole team feeling successful? Are they feeling rewarded? Are they feeling fulfilled? Is any one of those three things a little bit uh, out of, you know, out of sync with expectations? Do, does your... Um, the hierarchy within the marketing organization, uh, your associates, your uh, managers, your directors, your your executive level, um, are the surf score averages different across those? You know, are are we seeing any interesting trends? It really is um, an indicator. It's a a leading indicator, right, of churn of organizational churn, right? There are so many trailing indicators that we can look at and say, oh man, well, the writing was on the wall. It looks like our our churn is up to 15 or 20%. Um, The writing was on the wall for that. The surf score is actually a leading indicator. It can tell you in advance, six six to 12 months in advance, when you might have a churn problem um, because it really does get right on the pulse of what matters to everybody in the marketing organization one-on-one, right? What matters to them and are they feeling successful, rewarded, and fulfilled? Right. And let's go back to how this discussion even started when we decided to make this a thing is because it just aligns with what we're here to do. And that's making sure that marketers are having successful careers. And how many times have we heard the, I'm in a dead end, I'm not happy in my job, I'm looking for another job, Uh, I'm ready to leave my company. And again, not to say all marketers are miserable. Listen, we've talked to a lot of marketers that are very (laughs) happy in their positions, but um, for all the reasons that we just said about this being an indicator of uh, engagement and this being an indicator of uh, if you're a manager, is my team uh, here for the right reasons? And you know, we've seen some things and talked to some some individuals and in, in marketing 
teams and positions that it can fluctuate week to week. But if someone's thinking about being successful, being rewarded, and being fulfilled, these are the things that make for a very um, uh, engaged and uh, high-performing team member. So if someone's thinking about this on a weekly basis, you better believe if something's not aligned, that there's an opportunity for a conversation to figure out how to fix it. Yes. So that's why this, this, you know, the, the, the concept of the surf score, something everyone listening can just think about right now in your position. How was your day? How was your week? Was it successful? Did you feel rewarded? Was it fulfilling? And if you give yourself uh, a ranking, where, where would it, where would it, where would it be? But do it for the next three weeks. And how does mm-hmm. it fluctuate? And if you find yourself having a hard time putting at a, um, at a 10 or a 30, then, then there might be an opportunity to talk. Yes, that's exactly right. Um, the, so, so, uh, successful rewarding, rewarding and fulfilled, uh, one to 10 for each one of them. Uh, I, I, you know, track it for yourselves over the next few weeks. Uh, and for, you know, the, the executives out there who manage the marketing function, um, you know, better than anyone that the marketing function is an organism, right? This is a living, breathing, constantly changing where you've got people coming in, people going out, people shifting seats on the bus. Uh, and this is like the surf score for your team is like a, like a blood pressure reading, right? It's, it's like one of those readings you would get when you go to the doctor and get a checkup. How's the team doing, right? And, and you can, of course, talk to your own direct reports uh, and see how they feel their groups are doing. You can have skip levels. Uh, you know, those, those things, they can add up when it comes to an executive's time in the day or in the week. Uh, you can only have so many skip levels so often and it becomes really difficult to figure out what the what the blood pressure is, what the pulse of the team is, this living, breathing organism, and how successful, rewarded, and fulfilled do they feel? And that's that's the beauty of the surf score for a team is you get this sort of regular interval of how's the team doing, how's the team doing, and you can tell when you might have a churn problem coming, you know, around the bend, or you can see it start to go up and start to go up and start to go up as you start to implement things like a mentorship program or like increasing investment in people's hard skills, you know, and, and funding certifications or courses, things like that. Um, you can see the surf score start to tick up and up. Um, so it is, it is uh, really amazing as a, as a metric to use right. in your own personal uh, you know, personal slash professional lives. Uh, and then also for the executive uh, who's managing a team to get the finger on the pulse of, of how the team is doing, what's the engagement, uh, how, how's everybody feeling? Right. If you're a marketing associate or a marketing coordinator on a team, be the first person to talk about it and see how infectious, infectious it can be to the other team members. But if you're a director, VP, manager of a team... Uh, don't you want to be the one that says that someone comes to you and says, why is your marketing team, why do they work so well together? Uh, and, and how did you do it? And you want to be the envy of every other peer in, in the management layer to understand what your, what's your secret to maintaining such an engaged group. Uh, and, the- and, and what's, what happens when that conversation that you just outlined when that conversation is happening? Hey, how did you do that? That means you've got a lot of career currency. 
right? All of that is adding to your career currency. And who's going to be the next one that's going to be taking that group director or executive director role? It's the one who everyone can point to and say, wow, their, their team is really humming. They're, they've got some special sauce over there. Right. Because then you're ready and you acknowledge that you're ready for your career moment, which would be the promotion to VP or whatever the next level is. Exactly. All good stuff, man. So anything else you want to cover? I mean, this is, uh, this is a good way to start in talking about uh, marketing career strategy, uh, how we should at least start thinking about it. Uh, we tease some other ideas and some other concepts that we're going to get into another podcast episode to go deeper. Um, yes, some are mentioned before, but we've got some other things to talk about too that would really round out and uh, help anybody listening to navigate uh, where to start, where to go, where to uh, potentially end up in your marketing career. So uh, what's left? Anything else to, to cover, Jed, do you think? Oh, that, that's all I got, Eric. I can't wait to dive back in if you have yeah. me back. <laughs> uh, you have keys to the door because the door is always open. So <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll get that re- recording or get that episode out soon. Uh, I want to thank everybody for joining uh, this episode. And uh, that'll do it for for today. And until the next episode, uh, thanks for tuning in for the Marketing Careers Podcast presented by themarketinghelp.co. And uh, we will see you on the next episode. All right. Big thanks to Jed for joining us uh, on this episode and providing some food for thought around approaching your marketing career, specifically your marketing career strategy. Now, we talked about things like career moments, career currency. I mean, these are two... I think pretty important concepts to keep uh, top of mind as you prepare for uh, advancing your marketing career, whether it's uh, next week, next month, next quarter, or even preparing for next year. So check the show notes for some of the resources we mentioned, but also ways that you can connect directly uh, with Jed if you have any follow-up ideas or questions. And make sure to subscribe to the Marketing Careers Podcast so you'll know when the next episode, part two, around marketing career strategy is released. Uh, So just check your favorite uh, podcast player there. Now, if you're looking for other resources to support uh, you at any stage of your marketing career, we're talking about like tools, you know, marketing software, marketing conferences, marketing specific job search boards. Uh, we have a new section of our site we want you to check out. It's the marketinghelp.co forward slash partners for we've uh, accumulated some exclusive offers for marketing career resources just for listeners of this podcast. So Again, head on over to themarketinghelp.co forward slash partners and check it out. And as always, let me know if there's anything I can do to help you with your marketing career. You want me to check your resume. You're thinking of getting into marketing. You don't know where to start. Just reach out. Send me an email, eric, E-R-I-K, at themarketinghelp.co. Until next time, this is your host, Eric Harbison. And remember, today is a great day to proactively manage your marketing career.